All right. Good morning. Welcome back to the Owner Operator Podcast. It is 4.54 a.m. here, approaching 5, and figured I should get the day going. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for coming back. Um, if you missed the first two episodes, go give those a listen. Uh, the first one, we kind of talked about the vision for the podcast. The second one, geez, I was on a rant there. So um, I actually haven't even edited that one yet or gave it a title. So we'll probably snip that one up. I think I got a uh, episode four recorded out of that one. We're going to talk about all things small business marketing, how to launch your business just right from the get go. You know, you don't need a website, you don't need to pay for Google Ads, you don't need to do any of that stuff. Like, you can go start a business today or tomorrow. No, screw that, not tomorrow, today. Like, you can go start that one today. Um, if you go listen to that marketing episode, um, it's really just about like how to get your first job. But in this episode, I wanted to talk about the owner-operator mindset. What is the owner-operator mindset and why in the world have I decided to use the Twitter handle uh, at the owner-op? Why have I decided to create a YouTube channel called the owner-operator? Essentially, I grew up watching my dad owner-operate his business. He owns a decorative concrete business. And the guy just hustles every single day. He wakes up and works his butt off. Um, I mean, he doesn't do any of this like morning routine BS or anything like that. He wakes up, he literally goes and makes a cup of coffee. He puts his jeans and boots on and a shirt, obviously. <laughs> and the guy just goes to work. He goes straight to work every single day. And that mindset of, of just waking up early, getting out of bed and being willing to go do the work was just imprinted on me. As a young kid, I, I mentioned in one of the past episodes, I grew up working with my dad in the summers. And we just physically worked hard all summer long. Stamping concrete, for those of you who know what it is or who have done it before, it's, it's hard work, especially in the 105-degree Texas heat. It's, it's hard. There's a time limit. There's a window. When the concrete sets up, you have a very specific short amount of time to stamp that concrete. Sometimes we'd be doing five, 6,000 square foot jobs. And, uh, you know, we'd have like five or six guys out there and everybody would just be with tampa bars, just like smacking the concrete. So at a very early age, I mean, I just, I worked around somebody who was a business owner, but he was also an operator. And that mindset was imprinted on me. And I've taken that mindset into starting my own business. And so being an owner operator in my mind doesn't mean you have to be a solo one guy, one truck, one gal, one truck type of business owner. You see, I think there are so many people right now who want to play armchair quarterback. And here's where, where I think it went wrong. The four hour work week for millennials. I mean, those of you who have read that, I think that ruined our culture as entrepreneurs. I'm 32 years old. In my 20s, I read Four Hour Work Week, and my whole goal was to just build a business that could be automated. And look, I, I tried a lot of different stuff, and I failed at it. And I'm not afraid to admit that, and it's part of my story. But the second I humbled myself, I put my ego aside. I said, "You know what? What do I actually know how to do well?" And when I contemplated on that and wrote down some things, like I mentioned in the last episode, I knew how to run a skid steer. After I cleared my land, I knew this is what I wanted to do. This was a service I wanted to offer 
to my local community. So I grabbed a chainsaw, truck, a trailer, rented a skid steer, and I just started offering land clearing tree removal services. And I've slowly moved into excavation over time. I would have never moved into excavation though had I not had the owner operator hat on. You see, by being an owner operator and stepping into a business and being willing to go out there and not only go sell the service, but deliver and fulfill the service, you put yourself in an opportunity to be in the market. See, there's a, a common saying in really anything that you start, just get in the game. I mean, think about sports, like you can practice all you want, but you really don't actually get better at playing until you start playing games. You can practice, practice, practice. You can lift weights all you want, but until you step on that field and play at game speed, you don't actually get better as a football player or as a baseball player or, or oops, or a soccer player or whatever. Same thing with business. You get good at the game by being in the game. So just get in the game. That's all I'm saying. And you can do that by putting on your owner operator mindset. And so the mindset as an owner operator is literally to humble yourself, take yourself out of this mindset of like, you have to be this armchair quarterback. Look, they're very sophisticated business people who are buying businesses right now, who are very good at their craft, who know how to work the whole SBA game, how to manage debt, how to manage cash flows, how to oversee hundreds of employees. But that is for a very specific experienced person. If you haven't ever been in business before, if you're coming from tech or if you're coming from a corporate job and you want to be in the small business game, my recommendation, in my opinion, is that you need to get your feet wet operating a business first. Because my first couple of years in business, I didn't know what I didn't know. This is my, what is this? I'm approaching seven years in entrepreneurship. I'm on my third business at this point that has actually been in operation. But the first two, I fumbled my way through a lot of different things. And this third one, I'm finally starting to put a lot of pieces together. I'm no means an expert by any means. Look, this game of entrepreneurship is a long-term game. It is a long-term, lifelong game. That's the way I view it. Every day that you are in the game, you show up and you put in those hours and you get better. But my point with this whole owner operator brand and this whole owner operator mindset is that I am working so hard in my day to day. There's so much that goes into building a business from the ground up. And I want to tell people out there that one, it's possible to start a business from the ground up. You don't have to go buy and take out a ton of SBA debt. But two, when you put on that owner operator hat, you are giving yourself an opportunity to get in tune with the market. You see, you may start, you know, for example, like I started this business specifically to intrigue tree removal and land clearing. And it's because we have like some opportunities here with a lot of dead wood in our forest. I saw that as an opportunity. So I needed to like 
stay focused on that, but I also needed to drive cash flows. So as I started getting in the market and as I started bringing the skid steer to my jobs, if you put on your owner operator hat and if you physically show up to your jobs and if you're physically doing the work, you put yourself in an opportunity to talk to other customers in the market. I cannot tell you how many jobs I've gotten from people who are neighbors of the jobs that I was currently servicing who came over, for example, um, I think I shared about this in, in the last episode, but I was doing a tree removal job on a golf course community. Guy drove by on the golf cart. He said, hey, do you do, you do excavation? You have an opportunity as an entrepreneur right there at, at that certain time. Like if you don't do that, you can make a decision to start doing that at that point. I knew how to do excavation stuff from growing up. So I just said, yes, what do you have? He's like, well, I need a gravel driveway built. That launched me into a revenue stream that was, and I need to review this with our office manager. She gave me um, a breakdown of our revenue. But if I remember correctly, it was somewhere around 30% of our revenue was gravel driveways. I would have never known that that was an opportunity had I just been playing armchair quarterback, right? If you go hire someone and you expect them to just be in the market, see most people working or most, most employees just want to work as little as possible, do as little work as possible. Um, they're not looking to like actually grow or scale. I, I shouldn't say most like there are people out there who are great employees and I have great people on our team who I think uh, would have like taken those opportunities and said, Hey, awesome. Like we've got gravel drivers, but in the beginning, I didn't have any employees. It was just me and the skid steer. You give yourself an opportunity to go figure out what the market needs to grow your business by putting on the owner operator hat. But this doesn't mean you have to stay one guy and one skid steer. Okay, the goal was never to stay one guy and one skid steer for me. But I still consider myself an owner operator. And I'm going to own and I'm going to operate this business until we hit seven figures for sure. And then we'll make a plan for where to go from there. But I fully believe as an owner operator with a small team, you can grow a business to seven figures. So the mindset is put your hat on, put your boots on, go to work, go sell the jobs in the beginning, go fulfill the work, give yourself an opportunity to understand your market. And then as you grow and as you hire people, the goal is to replace yourself. Like you should, as a business owner, your time will be spent in different areas throughout different stages, excuse me, different stages of growth of the business. Sorry about that. Um, and your job, if you want to grow the business is to document, whether that's in your head or whether you write it down, document where you spend your time. And once you figure out the process for how to deliver that well, your job is to go find, then recruit, find someone else to replace you doing that job. But that doesn't mean you get to go sit in the office all day long. That means that you go find the next area of your business that you need to focus on, right? So like a traditional or not traditional, um, the, the path of growth for me was like, I was one guy, one skid steer. Then I met another guy who I started, uh, who had his own local business offering excavation services. He didn't have any of his own, own equipment. 
Um, so I brought him on first to start helping with another machine. Whenever you get another machine, you get, you know, an excavator and a skid steer. You can start doing more jobs. You can start offering better services. You can, um, yeah, start charging more money. Um, then I realized that like on every single job, you need to like rake things. You, you know, you, there's like so many things that like in order to make a job look well, look, look really good for your customer. Like you got to go like clean things up, fine tune things, like pick up trash, like run to ACE, get your tools and supplies, all that stuff. And so I realized I was spending all my time doing that. So I was like, man, I just need somebody like for general labor. Um, so I went to ACE and, um, you know, I had this mindset in the back of my head, like I need to hire somebody. So I was at ACE, I was getting a new Milwaukee battery guy came up. Hey, do you need any help with that? I said, yes, I actually do. I'm looking for batteries. Can you, can you take the lock off this? So he went and got the key. He was back really quick. And I just said, Hey, um, if you know anyone who's looking for a, a job, uh, here's my business card. And he's like, what do you do? And I was like, uh, we do, uh, excavation and, and line clearing and tree removal. Um, I'm interested. And I was like, well, here, here's my card. Like, you know, I'm, out of respect for the business, I don't want to have this conversation in here. If you are interested, give me a call after. Um, so he called me after I hired him as general labor. Then I was able to free up my time when I would be like raking things, doing final grade, like going to get materials, all these like little menial tasks that I had to do in the beginning. I was able to offload that to someone else. I was able to train someone and teach them how I, I want things done. Um, but that doesn't mean I took off my owner operator hat. As soon as I hired that person, he was just support for me in the field. See, I, I've been in the field for the last 15 months, first 15 months of the business. I considered myself, I humbled myself enough to say, I just need to play the whatever you want to call it, field operations manager, foreman type role. Um, I need to drive the work in the field. And then I found another guy, like I said, who um, was really good on, on equipment. And so we just had a team of three in the field, myself included. Um, and I also recruited uh, another girl, local girl in town to help us out with back office operations. So we've got a team of four right now. And essentially I was able to offload the tasks early on for like admin billing, picking up checks, depositing checks at the bank. Um, as much as you want to automate that kind of stuff in a small business, like there are going to be customers who want to pay you checks and want to put a check in the mail. Like it's just going to happen. So you as an owner can go find somebody and pay them. less than you're going to pay yourself to go do that kind of stuff. Right. So that's this whole mindset is like, you got to start as an owner operator, like solo owner operator. But as you grow the business, you are still wearing the operator hat. So for me, this next year, I will be transitioning into full-time sales and estimating, but that's still operating in the business in my opinion. Like I'm not taking off this owner operator hat anytime soon. 
I'm just transitioning the roles in which I am spending my time doing. So I fully believe there's a ton of opportunity. If you can humble yourself, be willing to start as a solo owner operator and then transition your role because you're always going to be here on the ownership side. If you start a business, you will always be responsible for making ownership decisions. Your operator side is going to move. It's going to change with time. You're going to basically fill the role that your company needs at that phase of growth. We'll wrap it up there. Thanks for listening, guys. Stick around. Let me know. Reach out to me on Twitter and let me know what other types of topics you guys want to hear. Um, next episode is going to be about small business marketing. So jump into that one. It's going to be, I'm going to share the process for like how I would go get my first jobs and basically how I did go get my first jobs. Um, but you can apply this to any service-based business in your local market. So uh, don't forget, work hard, do your best, never settle for less and good things come whenever you do that. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next one.